we'd like to welcome you to our current event and weekly Bible study for April 16th, 2017. And today, mostly going to be a further updates on the whole Jared Kushner situation and the implications and the ramifications that that may have regarding the Trump presidency. I normally don't do back-to-back -back studies, but the more I find out about this guy... <laughs> I mean, it is like worst-case scenario type information. Uh, before we get into that, though, this just broke on, um, well, I guess Drudge Report and CNN. And it's Facebook killer on the run. I murdered 15 Easter Sunday whore. Now, I don't know if this guy murdered 15 today. I kind of get the impression that it was because he supposedly snapped. But this is just a great example, I guess, a horribly, a horrible example of the kind of lawlessness and um, murder, I mean apathetic murder, when you hear this guy, it's just like, you know, he just opened up a can of soup when he's describing what he just did, and it's really, really tough for me to even comprehend this, but I think that as we move into and closer to the tribulation and closer to the time that the Bible talked about in, in, in Revelation and what Daniel predicted and what 2 Thessalonians chapter 2 predicted and elsewhere in the Bible, you're going to see more of this type of behavior where their conscience are just totally seared with a hot iron and they even know what they've done is wrong. I mean, he admits it and he sounds totally sane. He's not a raving lunatic. He's, you know, uh, it's just so paradoxical. Um, I'm just going to play you a couple clips here. And this is the news report uh, regarding this that just broke. A chilling scene this Easter Sunday. A local man goes on Facebook to tell the world he's killed several people today, even broadcasting one killing live. Now a manhunt to find him continues. Good evening. Welcome to Fox 8 News at 6. I'm Jennifer Jordan. Our top story tonight, Cleveland police are actively searching for a suspect who shot and killed a man on Cleveland's east side on Facebook Live. They believe he is armed and dangerous. Let's get right to Fox 8's Maya Belay. She's live in the newsroom now with the very latest. Maya. Well, the man they're looking for is Steve Stevens, and right now they are looking for him in a white fusion with temporary tags. Right now, a Cleveland State University spokesperson says the campus has issued a shelter in place, or you can stay away from that area. Now, police have been getting tips of sightings of the suspect all afternoon in different parts of the city. Cleveland police say Stevens went on a Facebook rant this afternoon and shot and killed a man on the sidewalk. This is Facebook video of that suspect. Police say the murder happened on East 93rd in Cleveland, and they say the shooter did this all on his page. And at the same time, they say that he claimed to have committed other homicides. Police still investigating those claims right now. Cleveland police have been all over the city this afternoon looking at tips about where the suspect could be. Right now, they are still looking for him. Here's a description of the homicide suspect. Cleveland police say this is Steve Stevens. He is six foot one, weighs 244 pounds. He is bald with a full beard. He's wearing a dark blue and gray or black striped polo shirt. A Cleveland State University spokesperson again says the campus has issued a shelter in place or stay. So we, we have that. This just broke. And then 
listen to this. This is the guy doing this Facebook post. I guess he says in here he's already killed 13. I don't know if the other guy was coming. The, the one that he killed, that he got video of killing. This elderly, um, they're both black. He, he's black and the elderly gentleman's black. I mean, this is so, I can't, I, I don't like watching that kind of, I couldn't watch the video of him killing that poor black guy. The guy's just, uh, I started, I started crying. I can't believe that, you know, you could just go up to somebody, some innocent, you know, guy that's walking home, he, oh, uh, I can't, it's unbelievable. Dog, I just want to tell you, dog, I love you, I love you, dog, and dog, listen, man, I shamed, I shamed the four sons of perseverance, man, I shamed fourth district, I shamed Zayton Megan, and most importantly, I shamed myself. So he's admitting here he shamed himself and all of these other things that evidently he represents, this guy sounds like he's got talks about the job that he has he's got this badge this real fit this is not a person like some gang banging thug type of guy i mean he's he's you know i i don't get it i snapped i snapped dog i just snapped dog i just snapped i just killed 13 man he just said he killed 13 people and they're they're block they're they're silencing out the cuss words that's why you hear them breaking up that's what I did. I killed 13 people. And I'm about to keep killing until 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 they until they catch me. I posted I said until they catch me. Dog, let me call you right back, because I got a lot of people calling me, but dog, rude. Alright. Yeah, sorry about that, man. Listen, man. So now he's talking to the camera. He's calling his buddy Dog, like he's his homeboy dog type thing. And now he's talking to the camera in his car. He's driving. This is the same car he's tooling around town, evidently killing all these people in. Um, like I said, I killed 13, so I'm working on 14 as we speak. I'm just running around hitting my man. I just, I just snapped, man. You know, and it's some hope that I would let a or anybody get me on my hookup. But see, the thing is, man, I'm 37, and all my life, man. I just always been a monster, man. Always had to prove myself. You know, always had to take the butt to people's jokes. And it's like, you know, I'm a case manager for beach boy. Yeah, my beach, I'm killing my beach boy. He's, he's a case manager for this company. He's got his badge. He's literally... Badge on, too. Oh, yeah. He's I'm wearing... He's not coming to work tomorrow. You know. Um, he's not coming to work tomorrow. But, um, yeah. Just killing man. You know, and uh, all because of this you know, uh, she put me in my, 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 my pushing point, man. You know, I was living over there with her. I just woke up Friday. I just couldn't take it no more, man. I just left. And, um, yeah, here I am, massacring. Massacring. <laughs> we call today the, uh, today is the Easter Sunday massacre. But it's up, though, that, um, oh, at Ward, my number is, uh, you can call me. He gives his number out the whole nine yards. You can call me. But, uh, yeah, <laughs> everybody keep putting this that real. That's funny. It's real. And again, man, like people saying, is it real? And, and nobody's taking me for granted and for, for, for truth. 
Man, that's the crazy part, man. Nobody, I don't know. I'm going uh, to send another post in a second. I mean, you know, they're taking them real seriously now. Uh, it would be almost normal to think, okay, this guy isn't real when you first see something like him. Um, it says, in the live video, pulls up to an elderly man in his car and says, finally found somebody I'm going to kill. I'm going to kill this old dude for no reason at all. Okay, this guy, I mean, it's not like he had a grudge against the guy or whatever. It's some older, elderly gentleman I walking home. The shaking of the ground I stand on. Sorry. Um, and it, oh, gosh. There. I mean, there's pictures of it. At the moment, he pulls the trigger and angles the camera away from the victim. However, then he looks back, and the victim is shown laying on the ground with blood coming from his head. It must have shot him in his head. There's there's literally a straight blood streak. I mean, it looks like it's a good four or five feet long from his head to... And he tried, the poor old, old guy tried to hold up. He had a plastic, probably got done grocery shopping. And he tried to shield himself. Oh, man, this is evil. This is horrible. He said he killed three more people, and they were in an abandoned house. So after he said he's going to kill this old dude, he gets out and he walks up to Goodwin, who appears to be holding a shopping bag. The two exchange a few words, and the elder man looks to be trying to shield himself. Stevens then lifts the gun and he shoots him. I mean, I don't advise you watch any of this he blames it on some his girlfriend or whatever and this uh, two different casinos jack casino and oh i don't know cleveland and another one in erie but you know here's a guy he, and then it was all this i've been a monster ever since or whatever but I have all these people you know we all make choices in life you know we all have different cards i guess you could say we're dealt that's a kind of a secular way of putting it but it does not give us an excuse to go out and commit mass murder against people that you don't even have. I mean, even if you had grudges against them, it doesn't give you justification to do that. I mean, obviously, I know I'm not telling anybody anything they don't know, if you're my listener or whatever. But this is just, man, I just, I hate to say it, but it seems like that this is going to become more and more the uh, the norm. He said on his Facebook, for my life for the past year, I've been really blanked up. I lost everything ever had due to gambling at the Cleveland Jack Casino and Erie Casino. I'm not going to go into details, but I'm my breaking point on, and I'm, I'm really on some murdering blank Facebook. You have four minutes to tell me why I shouldn't be on death row. I'm dead serious. And then, I don't know, I guess four minutes later, he posts, okay, Facebook, time's up. So, because everybody, in, in other words, he's got all these preconceived excuses as to why he's evidently justified doing this. His girlfriend, the casinos, he's the one that went to the to the casinos. I don't know what happened with his girl, but that's no justification. Oh, they didn't answer quick enough on Facebook. Oh, I, I had a, everybody made fun. This guy's like six foot one, um, 240 pounds, big bearded black guy. Seriously doubt a lot of people were making fun of the guy. You know what I mean? He doesn't. He doesn't appear is the guy that a lot of people would mess around with. You know, so I don't know. And I just these verses kind of rang true when I saw this. 
Uh, Psalm 10.8, He that sitteth in the lurking places of the villages, in the secret places doth he murder the innocent. And this guy's just lurking around and just killing innocent people for no good reason other than, I guess the, the one criteria was he said, I'm going to keep murdering people until my this ex-girlfriend or whatever call me back. So this was his um, justification as well. Job 24.14, the murderer rising with the light killeth the poor and needy, and in the night and as a thief. So this reminds me of people like him that they would just kill, randomly kill the poor and needy and in the night as a thief. You know, they don't even see it coming. There's probably no... So, I mean, you just got to be careful. Uh, and I'm not saying the Lord can't protect you, but you've got to, you know, be on guard and, and, and vigilant and stuff. You just never know what kind of psychopath you know, you might run across. John eight forty four, Jesus Christ talking, you're of your father the devil, and the lust of your father you will do. He was a murderer from the beginning. So, from the beginning, an attribute of Satan, the main attribute of Satan was he was a murderer. And then it goes on to say, and he abode not in the truth, because there is no truth in him. When he speaketh a lie, he speaketh of his own. For he is a liar and the father of it. Numbers thirty-five nineteen. The revenger of blood himself. I'm sorry. The revenger of blood himself shall slay the murderer. When he meeteth him, he shall slay him. Well, this guy's not long for this earth. He sounds like he's on a kind of like death by cop type of thing anyway, to me. And he needs to be off the off planet Earth. I mean, this guy is pure evil. And then this, this, which is, it's kind of related because this talks about the murderer. Um, 1 John 3, 14 through 16. Uh, we know that we have passed from death unto life because we love the brethren. He that loveth not his brother abideth in death. So this is a warning to Christians. You know, you can, if you call yourself a Christian and you're going around hating you know your brethren you're abiding in death is what the bible says next verse whosoever hateth his brother is a murderer so this is kind of like sobering stuff here because i wasn't even planning on doing this i, I literally just checked the, the news like i normally do before i do teachings now because you know there's so much breaking stuff all the time something may be pertinent to add in the last second um, but it, but from a biblical standpoint, whosoever hateth his brother is a murderer, and ye know that no murderer hath eternal life abiding in him. So it's it's a warning. <laughs> that, that sounds like a warning to me. If you and if you have this problem, ask God to take it away from you. Ask God for the ability to forgive whoever you're holding whatever against the bible talks a lot about forgiveness and equates unforgiveness almost with like this being a murderer and the bible talks about if you don't forgive your brother then you're not going to obtain forgiveness if you don't have mercy on people you're not going to obtain mercy so it's uh, 
it's something that's very, very important. It's something that we don't want to neglect as a Christian. Um, so, uh, and you know that no murderer hath eternal life abiding in him. Hereby perceive we the love of God, because he laid down his life for us, and we ought to lay down our lives for the brethren. And the Bible talks about greater love hath no man than this, than a man would lay down his life for his friend. That's the ultimate example of, I guess, the golden rule. <laughs> Do unto others, essentially, as you would have done unto yourself. So, which is biblical. It's, it's all biblical. It's, it's the opposite of what we're seeing with this guy. Going around just randomly murdering innocent people for no good reason. And when he's doing this, he's spilling... Now, I'm not saying all these people are perfect, but it's like you're spilling you know, innocent blood. It's like you're... In, in, when this happens, when you're murdering people, and this, ha this goes a hundredfold, I think, with the abortion clinics, you're literally defiling the land with their blood. And their blood will cry out from the land. And, and all the, the blood of the, of the babies that have been aborted in these abortion clinics... All of that blood is, and that's murdering, that's the highest example of murdering that's happening on a mass scale every, every day, to the tune of about 100,000 babies every day worldwide. Worldwide, 100,000 every day, human sacrifices. And those are just the ones we know of. We don't know. Birth control acts as, as an abortifactant in one of the ways it works. It's not the only way it works, but one of the ways it works is it will act as an abortifactant, meaning the sperm can fertilize the egg, and, and which essentially life begins at conception. The egg comes down the fallopian tube, but the uterus is not a suitable place for implantation of the egg, so the baby dies because you're on the birth control. IUD works the same way. So not only does birth control have all kind of horrific side effects and sets you up for cancer and so many bad things, but literally your own womb can turn into an abortion factor and you're not even aware of it. But isn't that what the devil wants us to do? Doesn't he want us to destroy us all for lack of knowledge? That's why, I, that's why I'm always harping. There, there's the, one of the greatest examples of you're destroyed for lack of knowledge. Where you could bring a curse on yourself and not even know why. That's why the Bible says that we're not to be ignorant of Satan's devices lest he get an advantage of. Birth control is one of Satan's devices. And the IUD is one of Satan's devices. The pill, the patch, those are all abortifactant, can be abortifactant in the way they work, meaning they can abort a um, fertilized egg and life begins at conception. The Bible says, Before I formed thee in the womb, I knew thee and ordained thee a prophet unto the nations. In Jeremiah, he says that to Jeremiah. That was what I told that lady outside that abortion clinic in um, Boone when we went and protested there. She was this, she was a Jewish lady saying that she's pro-abortion. Said that, that she she goes by the Old Testament. I said, well, what do you do with this verse? <laughs> Before I formed thee in the womb, I knew thee and ordained thee a prophet unto the nations. Then her friend, her her older, she was an elderly lady, and she came and got her and pulled her away because she really didn't, she didn't have any answer for me on that, you know. I'll argue somebody all day long if they want to if they want to stand on the Bible. <laughs> now, if you're a Satanist, you know what you don't have a level playing ground. How are you really going to argue with them? They don't they don't believe in the Word of God. They think it's all whatever. So it's it's much harder to engage somebody that's just flat out has no biblical basis at all because they're playing by a different rule book essentially. So anyway, 
um, I wasn't planning on doing that, but I, I really got convicted when I saw this. I'm like, my word, this is just, this guy's, this is like he just, you know, describing this like he just opened up paper towel or something or the, and, and put it on the roll. It was, it's just so matter of fact. That is when you have your conscience seared with a hot iron. I mean, anyway, let's go forward. This is the um, first of the reports that we're going to be doing on Kushner today. And this is by Lieutenant Alan West, U.S. Army, retired. FamilySecurityMatters.org, I guess that's his website. And it's, it's entitled, getting, getting Sick Feeling About What Just Happened in the White House. Lieutenant Colonel Alan West. There's something, there are some interesting things happening in the President Trump White House. Recently, President Trump seemed to make the comments about his strategist, Steve Bannon. Anytime someone says, I like you, but, meaning, in, in, that's all a phrase in quotes, well, then the separation's coming. And meaning, I like you, but the separation we know will be coming very quickly. There have been dismissals, but it appears that no longer it's no longer rumor and innuendo. There will be some who won't survive in the first hundred days. And here's something that's really giving me the willies. Now, again, there's been this purge, I mean, very, very early on in the Trump administration of key people that were just appointed, and now they're gone. And this is exactly what the mainstream media and the Democrats and even, even the wicked Republicans that are, that are um, part of all this, this is exactly what they said they're going to do. They're going to pick off everybody in Trump's cabinet until they finally pick him off. Now, if he starts playing ball, though, as it appears that he is doing, maybe they won't. Maybe they won't pick him off, but they're going to pick off the people that he installed that goes against the globalist New World Order Illuminati agenda. And I think Steve Bannon and Jeff Sessions are the next in line for all of this, it appears. Um, going further, as reported by the Washington Free Beacon, uh, this is a quote from them. It, it says, White House Senior Advisor Jared Kushner, and this again, this is Trump's son-in-law. He's the one that has the building at 666 um, Fifth Avenue. And um, the one we talked heavily about last week with really the high-level Illuminati, Synagogue of Satan, Kabbalist, Kabbalist, um, Jewish, Jewish Kabbalist links and ties. And he, he is one of them, okay, essentially. Now, again, I'm not denigrating all of Israel. I am going after the synagogue of Satan. And this is what we're talking about here. Senior uh, White House advisor Jared Kushner is leading an unprecedented effort to meddle in the White House's National Security Council causing mayhem for senior staff who say the president's son-in-law is interfering in key foreign policy debates, according to the Trump administration officials who spoke to the Washington Free Beacon. How is, how is this little devil getting away with all this? He goes in there like he's Napoleon, evidently, and yet you see him in public and he hardly mutter a word. He looks real meek and mild and timid. Talk about a wolf in sheep's clothing. Um... It goes on to say, Kushner has taken aggressive action to micromanage the National Security Council, the NSC, overshadowing even recently installed National Security Advisor H.R. McMaster, who has his own huge set of problems. 
According to sources, he's one of the guys that, you know, what he replaced Flynn, I believe. According to sources both inside and outside the White House who describe Kushner's behavior as highly unusual and damaging to the country's national security infrastructure. Never before has the White House permitted um, such a figure to intervene in the NSC, which is traditionally given leeway to investigate foreign policy matters and bring advice to the president. Sources who spoke to the Free Beacon described wide-ranging frustration at the NSC, NSC over Kushner's influence over most over some of the most important foreign policy portfolios, such as Iraq, Israel, Mexico, Saudi Arabia, China, among others. Senior NSC staff are finding their hands are tied when it comes to performing even perfunctory duties, such as talking points and statements on high-profile issues that must go through Kushner for approval. Sources who spoke to the Free Beacon described this level of involvement as kneecapping the NSC and contributing to its difficulties formulating policies. I mean, this guy is just something else. And we're only getting started here. Jared Kushner is an Ivy League educated 36-year-old commercial real estate quote expert. Being president of the United States is not a family business. If those placed into certain positions are now being superseded, especially in matters of national security, by the president's son-in-law, it will not be long before those individuals exit. And what is rather perplexing for me to comprehend is what the role of the White House Chief of Staff, what is the role of White House Chief of Staff, or COS, Reince Priebus. Now, we knew that Reince Priebus was compromised to begin with. I mean, I couldn't believe Trump actually brought him in, you know, to his cabinet or whatever. The COS is supposed to be the single point of contact for staff coordination. He's supposed to be the one who has the final ear of the president and the one whom everyone goes through to have an audience with POTUS, the president, meaning. It seems that something is amiss in this traditional relationship. I haven't heard anything about him hardly either. And I, it's almost like Kushner is not only going way further with the powers that, that he's been given in Trump's cabinet, but he's now he's starting to usurp other people's, other people that have been appointed to different positions, key cabinet positions in the Trump administration, and he's starting to usurp their power as well. It's like a hostile takeover. Goes on to say, funny, I'm somewhat confused as to what Kushner's job is supposed to be. Is it solving the Middle East peace process or restructuring the federal government or what? But one aspect or character trait that we all abhorred in my tenure in the military was a micromanaging leader. Now, I've been in one place I've ever worked. The, the last job that I had as a chiropractor I was working in this firm in Florida. I've seen a lot of patients, it's personal injury hated it couldn't stand it and um they were trying to get me to do things that i considered gray they wanted me to adjust patients manually like the first adjustment the thing is is when you work for somebody like that they know that you're not going to do what they're saying like i'm not going to take some fresh car accident victim and i don't even know if they have a blown disc in their neck and do some type of manual movement on their neck I'm not, they know I'm not going to do that, but I can fudge the numbers and I can say I did. I think that's what they wanted me to do. Whereas I would only say I'll use an activator, which is a, which is a device that puts out 24 pounds of, of pressure at the tip. And it's, it's little clicker devices that are widely used in, in chiropractic now. They put out a very reproducible load and, and it's a very safe, effective way 
of getting adjusted, especially if you're really injured and you don't know the status of a disc. It's very sensible. But evidently, they had a problem with billing that. So, I wouldn't do it. There are other things, too. And they ended up releasing me and saying, we're letting you go, Florida's a right-to-work state. And that was one of the best days of my life, <laughs> looking back on it. Because I, that literally is part a big part of what launched this ministry um, back in 06. That was literally start, and then, and then I finally, and then not too long after that, I came out of the last 501c3 church I was ever in. Um, and I, I told that story a bunch of times about the, uh, the, the whole Christmas thing where I was attacked about the, the Christmas Sunday school teaching I had done. And it was, it was those two events that really launched this, this ministry that let me do this, this full time. And, um, so anyway, that place that I worked was a micromanaging I, I, I want to say something appropriate. It was horrible working there. I have been micromanaged. That is the worst case scenario of being, and this is how the world's moving, toward this micromanaging mindset. And it'll, it'll, it, there's, it's the most stressful environment you could probably be in, in a working environment. Always looking over your shoulder. There's always somebody looking to backstab you. There's always somebody looking to get your job you know, or somebody that'll be a yes man and do it, you know, this type of thing. So, um, let's go forward here. Okay, so I'll read that last line again. But one aspect or character trait that we all abhorred in my tenure in the military was a micromanaging leader. The last thing anyone wants that actually is antithetical to efficiency is having someone constantly looking over your shoulder and demanding incessant updates. A good leader issues guidance and direction and allows the staff to operate and solve the issues it was rumored that the entire setup for the meeting of president trump was chinese president xi jinping was crafted by kushner and i didn't know this still trying to conceive his foreign policy bonafides and i evidently that would be okay at dinner literally donald trump what is that i think that's when he released the tomahawk missiles over syria and it was literally over dinner when that happened. And evidently that was all timed by Kushner for maximum impact with the Chinese leader. And now China's totally got on board after this Trump meeting. And they're actually even um, issued stern warnings to North Korea. And then North Korea launches this big time missile that they, they just debuted yesterday at this parade. And it, it barely makes it off the launching pad and, you know... I don't know if it exploded or what happened, but yeah. And they're saying that the United States hacked the missile and that's what the prevailing theory is. And, and it's just more and more warning. I think the last one they tried, the same thing happened. So they're trying to get send a message to this guy that, you know, we can hack your missiles and you're not going to be able to get them off the ground and get them to us. So, um, But that's a whole other can of worms, you know going on there uh, let's go forward here and what is most concerning for me is the fact that jared kushner is still not uh, shall we say aligned with the governing philosophy of the party that nominated donald donald j trump this concern is whether president trump's national security and foreign policy vision will be constitutional or a, con a constitutional conservative one 
or more so a liberal progressive leftist perspective, since Kushner is not a registered Republican. He's died in the womb Democrat, essentially. He's, he, he stands for these Democratic-type principles. So what, what is this guy doing way up in Trump's cabinet? Designing policy and, and having now almost more influence than anybody in Trump's administration. And we're going to look at that today. I mean, he's already being dubbed as basically like the president. Okay, so... Um, <clears throat> Kushner is meddling in a lot of things, according to the NSC official who spoke to the Free Beacon, um, I think anonymously, yeah. Such direct control of foreign policy from the West Wing has never happened before. It just creates a lot of drama. People just don't know how to deal with it. We're respectful of his position, but it's confusing the policymaking process. Officials working at the NSC, State Department, and Department of Defense are not happy that Jared is so powerful in foreign policy. This guy is this powerful this early in. Can you imagine if he stays in there, what it'll be like toward the end? Um, this was said by one White House official. They are expected to implement the president's agenda, but have no input or ability to get ideas in front of Jared. It's a one-man show, and that's creating a lot of frustration. I mean, this guy's not even open to suggestion. He's evidently got an agenda, and he is just steamrolling over anybody. He's ignoring the other people, that, and he's usurping other people's authority. And Trump's letting him get away with it all. He's married to his favorite daughter, and they're both now converted into this Kabbalistic uh, Jewish cult that they're in, essentially, that wants world domination and Jewish supremacy. And that's what this cult wants. This is a, you know... And again, this isn't about being against Israel. This is about a evil, wicked, Illuminati, Kabbalistic, pseudo-Jewish cult that follows the Kabbalah and most likely the Talmud. And again, the Talmud said things about Jesus I can't repeat, especially the Babylonian Talmud. I mean, this is ooh, bad, bad news. The installation of Dina Powell, a confidant of Kushner's wife, Ivanka, to the NSC is said to have been orchestrated by Kushner as well in order to solidify his power over foreign policy organizations, sources said. So we were thinking, oh, well, all of these purges are coming from, let's say, the Democrats and the mainstream media putting pressure. But a lot of these people that are being kicked out of his cabinet may just be coming straight from Kushner. Let's be honest here. Many of us railed against the shadowy figure of one Valerie Jarrett and her influence upon Barack Obama. I referred to her often on these pages as a Rasputin-like figure. I'm having the same reservations about young Mr. Kushner. There was no doubt about national security and defense policy not being run from the Pentagon during the Obama administration. And it would seem we have a repeat performance. The greater issue is whether or not President Trump trusts who he's put into critical positions in this vital area. We've written here previously about the emergence of the Kushner commissars spread across the agencies overlooking those placed in cabinet positions. This is not an effective means of government governance. And who'd want to eg exist in such an untrusting and toxic environment? And meaning, Kushner is putting these commissars in place, like the you know communist commissars of whatever of old, not to say they don't have now to a certain extent, but they're putting them in place to oversee these 
areas of government and if you're not towing the line the commissars will step in and, and you know only god knows what will happen you might be fired you might be whatever conservatives must be wary of individuals such as kushner and gary cohen along with obama holdover appointees who have preeminent positions in the trump administration why hasn't he gotten rid of all the old obama holdovers appointees why hasn't he got rid of all of them mass purge why would you you know they're working against you i mean you don't have to debate it you know that there's there if obama put them in there that's all i need to know they're wicked they need to be gone he wouldn't have put them in there unless he had a good reason then continue says that politically these people politically differ from the base that enabled trump to be president I don't know about you, but I've been paying a lot of attention to the small details and the use of certain words during the campaign that are missing now. Why hasn't Trump declared the Muslim Brotherhood a terrorist organization? Why hasn't President Trump done anything about the Iranian nuclear agreement? Why isn't President Trump now talking about the highly of the Federal Reserve Chairman, Janet Yellen, and agreeing with the Fed keeping interest rates low? I mean, the Federal Reserve, that's such a joke. So evil. Why did President Trump publicly attack the Freedom Caucus and then talk about seeking support from the Democrats? Why hasn't he done anything about the chemtrail program? You know, I mean, you could go on and on and on. Now, granted, I understand he's just been in there a certain amount of time with this or that, but it's becoming more and more painfully obvious to me that this is an extremely bad shift that we're seeing with Trump. And it's getting increasingly worse by the day, it seems. We got into this last week, and it's the first teaching I ever did where I really came out and said, hey, what's going on? His links to the Rockefellers, Kushner's links to George Soros, who gave him a $250 million loan. Kushner living at his main office building at 666 Fifth Avenue in New York City, which is literally right across from Rockefeller Center. Another high-level Illuminati Kabbalistic synagogue of Satan, Jew. Okay. Which also is in the is in the shadow of Trump Towers. All of these things are interrelated. I mean, it's looking real super bad here. <laughs> it's looking real bad. Um, yes, I'm very happy that we have Justice Gorsuch, Gorsuch uh, but there are some key indicators and warning signs that are causing me and and should cause you concern and this expansion of powers of an untested inexperienced and unknown figure such as jared kushner the son-in-law of the president whose wife also has a white house office just doesn't sit well with me i abhor nepotism and cronyism and we don't have a constitutional monarchy or a palace for familiar familiar rule um sorry folks gotta call it as i see it because my oath was never taken to any individual but our constitution amen Okay, now here's the next report, and this is a, you, if you haven't seen this, um, it's the cover of New York Magazine, and this evidently just came out, and it has a picture of Jared Kushner with president over his forehead. I mean, it's the full, his head takes up the whole cover of the magazine, and it says president over his forehead in like red letters and in law right about his chin, so president in law. But what you're seeing first is president. And it says, Jared Kushner's rise to unimaginable power. That's the main report in this particular magazine. Now, this report is entitled, Kushner Coup Inside the Trump White House. 
Zionist neocons completely taken, take over the Trump administration. A very stealthy and slow-motion coup has been executed in Washington, D.C. The coup plotters staked out the West Wing long before Donald Trump ever set foot in the Oval Office. This still ongoing coup has been a fairly quiet affair because it took place within Trump's own first family. The prime mover of this overthrow is the arch-Zionist neocon Jared Kushner and his wife Ivanka Trump um, is also playing a crucial role specifically as her father's most trusted advisor, quote. Now remember that. That's his most trusted advisor, somebody that's totally, unbelievably unqualified to be in the White House. Ivanka Trump, his daughter. Give me a break. Kushner, what is, what, why is he in the White House? He's a real estate expert? Why, why is this devil in the White House? As always, there are numerous agents of the deep state who are assessing with the clockwork implementation of every aspect of the takeover. Steve Bannon exposes Jared Kushner, um, and this is why Kushner wants him out so bad. And this is just a, this is a, there's a link to that report. If you want to know how Steve Bannon is exposing Jared Kushner, I'm going to read you just an excerpt of that. It says, Donald Trump's chief strategist, Steve Bannon, has called the president's senior advisor and son-in-law, Jared Kushner, a cuck, it's C-U-C-K, it's the derivative of cuckold i guess and a globalist during a time of high tension between the two top aides several trump administration officials told the daily beast the fighting between kushner and bannon has been quote non-stop in recent weeks and man does that bannon look like he's on death doorstep to me he just looks so unhealthy i mean i don't know if that guy's a heavy drinker or what but his nose is all like beat red and just looks like he's got a lot of the signs for me, of somebody that's a alcoholic. That's what a lot of times your nose will get beat red. You get broken blood vessels on the side of your nose. You get just he looks super unhealthy to me. And um, you never know what kind of witchcraft is being done against somebody too. If this guy's a high level cabalist, he could be, you know, that by itself could be the reason that these people are either getting ousted or stepping down or whatever. There's, a, there's an intimidation factor. What I'm saying is there's an intimidation factor from witchcraft that we may not even know about regarding all of this. And let me tell you something. Kabbalistic witchcraft is some of the highest level witchcraft on the planet. It's no joke. And this guy's very high up in that, and you know that he would have a legion of witches, warlocks, whatever, practicing in this that could... Um, be doing high-level witchcraft against these people in order to get them out of their positions. Okay, and again, I'm speculating there, but I'm saying, would we put it past them when we know that when the Antichrist and the false prophet come, that they're going to deceive the whole world through their sorceries and through their signs and lying wonders and false miracles? That's witchcraft. Witchcraft will be the coming backbone for the coming New World Order. Why did Kushner, why was it so important to Kushner to get that 666 address on 5th Avenue in New York City and unbelievably overpay for the building? Why was that so important for him to have that address? And now look, he's in the White House and he's gaining all this power by the day and it's almost like people are just like, they can't stop him. 
they they're 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 just they don't know what to do about it. So the fighting between Kushner and Bannon has been nonstop in recent weeks, according to sources who spoke on conditions of anonymity. It's been an open secret that Bannon and Kushner often clash face to face, according to senior officials. One official said Bannon has has lately complained about Kushner trying to quote shiv him and push him out the door. A shiv is like a knife. My dad always used that term. Um, a shiv is like I think it's I think what a shiv is though, if you really want to describe it, is like a more like a knife you'd make like in prison where you couldn't where you actually didn't have access to a real knife. I think it's more indicative of that. And um, so he's trying to shiv him and push him out the door and liken him to a fifth column in the White House. So a fifth column would be like the Trojan horse. You bring in that's all nice and shiny. Oh, isn't this pretty? And you bring it inside the city walls and it's got all these all of your enemies inside waiting until you go to sleep to come out and kill you. The Trojan horse of Troy. Uh, that's where that whole thing, it was based out of you know um that story okay so he's likening jared kushner to a fifth column in the white house and i've used that term a lot too where we've got all of these um these gangs that are here that would like to kill americans ms-13 and a lot of the central american gangs and then the black lives matter and a lot of the people that are against you know, the Constitution and the Second Amendment and a lot of these things and a lot and then you got the Chinese troops and you got the Russian troops and you've got all these different and then you got the Muslims that are all their terror cells. All of these are fifth column troops that are already on our soil waiting to get the green light. And that's what he's likening him to. Like a fifth column. Jared Corey Kushner is the son of Charles Kushner, a there here to major contributor bundler and bagman for the democratic party so loyal was he to democrats that he went to prison for an illegal campaign finance scheme and subsequent cover-up of crimes so he comes from you know very very questionable background here uh if this bloodless coup d'etat has one foreign agent who has deeply infiltrated the trump administration it is definitely jared kushner a hardcore zionist neocon synagogue of satan i would add that in Although unusually young at 36 years of age, his adulthood experience is quite deep in causes that advance the Zionist extremism. Kushner, and let's face it, you could say, oh, now you're talking against the Jews, and I explained that position before, but the Zionistic synagogue of Satan, Kabbalistic Jews, want to destroy this country. There is no doubt. They control Hollywood. They control Washington, D.C. for a large... There's a lot of different aspects of our society they control. And you, you could just go and look at the people in these positions of power to know that I'm not lying to you about that. Okay? They do not... And again, you're going to hear a quote from George Soros that um, the United... He says the United States is the one thing that's stopping the New World Order from being implemented. Okay, so what their job is to do is to come in and corrupt America, corrupt it with pornography, corrupt it with Hollywood, corrupt it with um, rap music and, and um, the, all the other wicked music genres out there and all of these videos like the Katy Perry and, and stuff and the extraterrestrial and all the, the stuff that they're doing and all of the other ways that America is being corrupted and defiled. The abortion clinics 
and and the sodomite movement and all these ways that America's being destroyed from within guaranteed now I'm not saying that the, it's it's just all them I'm not saying it's all okay I'm just going to blame the the Zionist and the synagogue of Satan for all of this but they do they do um, as far as the Illuminati goes you look at the bloodlines of the Illuminati you look at the bloodlines of these people there is a very very high percentage of the synagogue of Satan call themselves Jews um, Kabbalistic practicing most likely human sacrifice practicing most likely pedophilic Jews that want to see America destroyed because that is the one last piece of the puzzle that needs to be implemented the destruction of America in order for the new world order to come in so going forward here uh, Kushner was primed for the advocacy of the Jewish Zionism during his college years. His involvement with the college-based Shabbat was a particularly important part of his resume building. We talked about his history. Dr. Ted Brower gave a full rundown of, of his religion, this basically death cult that he's in last week. This is going to give a little more. Um, Shabbat House is a well-known worldwide to be an outreach arm of Zionist extremism. It's common knowledge within the intelligence circles that Shabbat houses worldwide provide safe haven to Israeli agents, especially in the notorious Sayanim during times of urgent need. Okay, and again, this doesn't have anything to do with, okay, well, there are Israeli agents, so what? But these are, these are the ones that want to overthrow the world and make a Jewish-dominant Zionistic super state and it they interweave their religion into that um with the supremacy that they want to occupy in, in all these key positions the shabbat houses have a history of criminal activity there's a whole link to that but the shabbat lubavitch sect is an extremely radical organization this is what he's part of and so is ivanka that espouses dogmatic end time prophecies that are overwhelmingly favorable to the Jewish race. Dogmatic end-time prophecies? Yeah. That's their Bible. Okay. However, their real work is better understood by those members who often appear to function as an extension of Mossad, which is the main Israeli intelligence arm, as we talked about last week. Although religious by their own description, the Shabbat House leader in Washington, D.C., Levi Shematov, is one of the biggest political operators inside the Beltway meaning Washington, D.C. So they wield tremendous amounts of power inside Washington, D.C. And you know, we know that their um, goals are not, they're antithetical to the platform that Trump ran on. You know, stronger America, make America great, all this stuff. Their goals are the exact opposite. And their main agent is at the highest levels already in the White House, in our government, and is wielding more influence than almost anybody in the Trump administration. And that's who they've got implanted. Somebody that would be absolutely bent on the total destruction of America so that there's this Jewish synagogue of Satan, Illuminati, Illuminati Kabbalistic New World Order could be implemented. I mean, not good. Is Trump's Jared Kushner, is Trump's Jared Kushner's connection to the Shabbat Lubavitch sect the cause for this dramatic U-turn? This sect is deliberately fomenting a prophesied 
prophesied third world war evidently they really really want to get this third world war on on the road and again uh jared kushner and ivanka had everything to do with the 59 tomahawk cruise missiles that trump launched and i think we're going to talk about that next <coughs> we'll talk about that yeah we're, we'll talk about that um and the source of of this is there's a link here kushner the kushners belong to a jewish supremacist doomsday cult now it's it's funny because nobody ever really says anything against any of this whereas if he was part of a white supremacist doomsday cult you know the mainstream media would be going crazy but because it's a jewish supremacist doomsday cult nobody says a word in mainstream media you know in the advisor of jared kushner everything points to an individual who is strategically positioned within the trump family to achieve the eventual and total control of the white house it appears that he has almost accomplished that lofty goal as of april 13 2017 well four months like four months in and it's already he's almost got to this point but who is he really working for his carefully constructed political network tells the story. And there's a link here, another link. Cause I love reports like this because it offers so many confirmatory um, reports if you want to explore any of these things we're saying further. And the link is entitled, Jared Kushner, His Powerful Political Partners. In order to better understand just how complete the Trump, Trump administration takeover is, the following two exposés are offered in their penetrating insights. Each one provides a different but vital perspective on what is known as the Kushner coup. And the first link is entitled, Jared Kushner, a 36-year-old kid takes over the, over the West Wing. The next link is Kushner, a Zionist neocon running the White House. And again, I really want to be thorough about this, and I try to always be thorough in my teachings but when it comes to the subject there's all there would be a lot of pushback with people that were pro-trump they're not going to want to believe this i was pro-trump up until very very recently i was hoping for the best but preparing for the worst i'm still glad that he got in over hillary but this appears to be plan b this appears to be the implementation of Plan B. And Kushner was the one that if Trump were to get in by some fluke that they weren't expecting, it appears, that would be activated in order to actually instigate in uh, this coup that's going on now in the White House. Whereas if Hillary would have got in, I don't even know where we'd be right now. We'd probably, we might be under martial law. The alternative media may have already been shut down. Uh, so I'm not, I, I'm still not saying I'm glad Hillary got in, okay? And I'm not saying this is not something we should pray about, but if we're not aware of the wicked evil that's already present in the White House right now, how do you know to pray about it? I would almost guarantee you, by and large, the 501c3 churches of America are, this isn't even on their radar, what I'm talking about today. And this is why, you know, I think my ministry has always ever grown just so much. It's never really, because the topics that I cover are very unpopular for a lot of Christians and very unsavory and people, you know, I lose listeners and gain listeners and, and, and it's about, it's about even, it's about even now. It's been that way for a long time and I get it. 
I understand I'm covering negative stuff. I'm not covering stuff that a lot of other pro-Trump people or people in the 501c3 church want to tackle. They don't want to address these issues. They don't want to think this could possibly be true. But I have always tried to cover those types of issues that other people won't cover. And um, I'm not saying I'm perfect either. I'm not saying I'm better than anybody else. I'm not, I'm not saying that either. But, you know, it's, it's unpopular to have this type of type of ministry. And unfortunately, what I'm seeing is I'm getting more and more confirmation now by the day of the evil that is present in the White House now, especially with Jared Kushner. Going forward, the right should have known that Jared Kushner was a Democratic inside man planted within the Trump team. After all, Kushner and his brother received a $250 million investment from the godfather of liberalism himself, George Soros, a.k.a. Satan. Okay? I just saw an interview with, I don't know if we're going to play in that, but I just saw an, an interview and it's like, do you believe in God? No. Do you, you know, he's like, I think man created God, meaning our version of what we believe man has created God. And he's here to straighten us all out. This is a guy that looks like he's just beyond fresh out of the casket. I mean, it's all these, these old globalists that die. They look so wicked in that one, that one Rockefeller that just died. Oh man, I mean they all look so evil. It's unbelievable. Um anyway, let's go forward here. And if you don't believe that, I, I got into it last week. It's it's not it's not a secret here. Uh here's a here's a link to a report. George Soros backed Jared Kushner's venture cadre with the 250 million, and I believe that's where he acquired the building, the 666 Fifth Avenue um building. And it's funny because what was it? abc or i think it was abc had that 666 park avenue show and i i did teachings on that in fact you can key that in key in 666 park avenue in the keyword search box uh and that was in new york city park avenue new york city and that was only on for i think one season or maybe two and then it, it, it didn't but that i did a whole or at least part of a teaching on that so it's not the first time i've seen that 666 address within new york city but this was 666 fifth avenue and that was 666 park but that was the name of the show <laughs> so there's definitely and there was what was what was the thing with the building well the building was like pure evil it was like the the, the source of of this evil that emanated from the building and i and i got a feeling that it's very very similar dynamic going on with uh the 666 fifth avenue building Okay, so going further, hence it was only a matter of time before key planks of Donald Trump's off-repeated campaign platform were converted into political firewood. The April 6th missile attack was intentionally staged not only to reignite the Syrian war, but it has moved the president's domestic agenda to the back burner. Because war will always do that. Okay. Um, also, it got them to totally back off him being, being uh, basically in bed with the Russians. Did you notice that? There hasn't really been any more talk of that because ever since he did what the Illuminati wanted him to do, he fired those 59 Tomahawk cruise missiles. Okay, ever since he did that, have you heard any more talk about Trump being in bed with the Russians? I know that even that even CNN, the, the mainstream media, to a, to a large part, has backed off of Trump. Now, there's, I'm not saying they're not still attacking him. 
I don't think he's totally fallen in line at this point. But they're much more happier with him than they were, let's say, in the first part of his term. He's starting to play ball, is what's going on. And I'm not saying he's not deceived. I'm not saying, okay, you could say, well, is he doing it intentionally? Listen, that's between him and God. I don't know. I, I hope, you know, it bear, the, the worst case scenario is he's deceived. You know? Or I guess best case scenario. He's deceived. Maybe, maybe if people pray more, he'll get his eyes open. I don't know. But it's not looking good, <laughs> is what I'm saying here. Um, the April 6th missile attack was intentionally staged to not only reignite the Syrian war, because they want to get Assad out of there, they want to get that area destabilized and, and get that show on the road, and all the other reasons we talked about last week. But it has moved the president's domestic agenda to the back burner. The growing threats of the, quote, Purple Revolution, which is a thick what Hillary was part of right after she lost the election, were purposely fabricated as an incentive for Trump to relinquish and or trash his most important campaign promises, meaning all the pressure from the Purple Revolution would make Trump uh, say, okay, well, I'm not going to pursue those things, even though I promised them to you on the campaign trail. They're not, they're, not a, they're not a factor now because we could be right on the verge of World War III. So who could blame me for not emphasizing those things is what Trump could say. Fictitious MSM polls pushed his approval ratings to unprecedented lows. Even though he was doing all this seemingly good stuff every week. You know, he was doing this, he was doing that. It looked like he was going after the pedophiles and um, starting the border wall and a lot of other good things. And I'm not saying he hasn't done those. Okay? Uh, but it it just seems like now he's shifting back to a very, very negative direction. So, the, again, the fictitious MSM polls push his approval ratings to unprecedented lows in order to encourage the Trump team to make dramatic foreign policy shifts. Warmongering almost always engenders fake patriotism that creates reflective, reflexive support for the sitting POTUS, sitting president. Even the MSM reported that it was, and that's mainstream media, reported that it was the daughter, it was daughter Ivanka, who convinced Trump to launch the illegal missile strikes against Syria without even looking into this. I mean, it was knee-jerk. Listen, if you're going to have an investigation, okay, give it some time. Don't just buy all the garbage that's being fed you. And again, when this happened, I either thought, well, either Trump's totally in on this, or he is very easily deceived by his family. Very easily deceived. Not as smart as I, th not near as smart as I thought he was. Maybe he is though. Maybe he's, all this is totally by design. All of this was orchestrated exactly this way from the get-go. And they knew all of this. But like I said, the one guy said that, that had, um, in that, remember that, um, oh, that thing, that, that audio clip that I had played? I don't know how long ago, two, three, four months ago. And the, and the one high-level security secret service guy told the lady in the bar, and he said, no, it's, they picked Trump a long, long time ago. We knew that he was going to get in. He's I mean, this was before, way before Trump ever got in. So, you know what? If that's all true, and it's appearing increasingly like it is, then all of this makes sense. He's just following orders. But he ran on this platform of sis boom ba rah 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 extreme patriotism, make America great again, told a lot of people exactly what they wanted to hear and now he's going to backpedal on the vast majority of this and if we're at war 
that'll be his excuse. Well, we had no choice. We couldn't emphasize the economy. We couldn't do this. We couldn't do that because we're at war. I hate to say it, but that's more and more the way it's looking. I would encourage you to pray about this. And, um, but, but nevertheless, not my will, but thine be done. As Jesus said in the garden of Gethsemane, you know, uh, so given Ivanka's conversion to the husband Jared's extreme form of Jewish Zionism, it ought to be obvious who influenced Ivanka regarding what her recommendation was to her dad to launch the missile strikes against Syria. He said that's his most trusted advisor. His daughter, who has no right to even be in the White House. What is her fashion background? Grant her this title now? And does Jared Kushner's real estate background grant them all this power within the West Wing over Trump? And let me tell you something. If they're participating in this high level form of of um kabbalistic jewish witchcraft you know how much that could be influencing his thought patterns he could be doing all kind of spells on the guy and if the body of christ isn't praying specifically against that then they're going to have a lot more success the witches always in any given locality want to keep the christians in the dark i've heard that over and over again because they know if they have Christians praying against what they're doing from a witchcraft standpoint, their witchcraft becomes ineffective. So, again, another reason I'm putting this information out is, is, is regarding prayers about this. I don't want to assume the worst against Trump. But he could have a lot of stuff working against him we're not even aware of. And a lot of this could be in the form of mind control. And a lot of it could be in the form of blackmail. Who knows? Who knows? Uh, <clears throat> so we have that. Now the conclusion is everything has changed. With such an egregious and indisputable, indisputable war crime committed against Syria hanging over his head for the next four years, Trump is toast. Well, that's if the truth comes out. He's toast. When, does the, when did the truth ever come out with Obama? All of the crimes that guy committed, sometimes on a daily basis. Has it ever caught up to him yet? It'll catch up to him in hell. I hope it catches up to him in this life. But, you know. Anyway, anyway, it says he killed his presidency with one fatal blunder and exceedingly reckless mistake. Now, he hasn't killed it. Nobody's, nobody's coming. The mainstream media's not attacking him. But, if he gets out of line now with what he has done, they could come back to him easily then and threaten him and blackmail him and say, hey, uh, you know what? You really, really, really messed up bad when you launched this these 59 Tomahawk cruise missiles at this Syrian base over this alleged attack. You didn't get all the facts. And it's all going to come out unless you play ball. Now they've really got something they can blackmail him with. Now, they may have a ton of other things that I don't know about. But as we proved last week, that was a false flag and there was no truth behind it. And there were so many red flags about that. And yet most of the most of the people are just going along with it. I'm pretty sure Jones is now. He came out initially against it. And now he's pretty much, uh, what little I've watched of him in the last week, um, he's back on the Trump train. From what I can see. And, um, you know, the, he, he goes and he, and he grovels to that uh, James Alephantis, the pedophile of Comet Pizza. 
and basically, you know, begs his forgiveness or whatever, publicly. And now he's back on the Trump train. And this needs to be pointed out, not swept under the rug. So, now, I make a comment here in this PDF, which um, I try to put out a PDF with every study that I do, which is the template which I follow, which are always free. My audios are always free. Um, now, right now, we've got over way over 1,000 audios, probably over 1,000, well, probably not 1,000. We've got 1,000 different parts of audios on the Internet, all free. The PDFs are all free on the website or whatever. And this is part of my most recent newsletter uh, that I sent out. And it says, <coughs> I, got a, I got this email from Robert, and <coughs> he says, Americans who can handle the truth really need to see this video. The government is lying to us more shamelessly than ever as it pretends to fight the terrorists. And what it is, it is an interview of President Bashar al-Assad in the last week and his response to the alleged chemical attack and U.S. airstrikes. I'm telling you, watch it. If you think that this is that that he is some um, monster and all this other stuff or whatever, and I'm not saying people can't lie, but everything the guy is saying confirms my whole study from last week and what all the experts are saying that actually analyzed the supposed chemical attack by Assyria. It makes no sense whatsoever why he would do this and sabotage his own presidency literally at one or two days before peace talks they had isis on the run no it was the perfect time if you wanted to create a false flag and try to and try to create all of this false narrative against him to get him ousted it was the perfect time to launch it because they were losing and trump bought into it all hook line and sinker and launched those missiles unbelievable i watched it and i mean just watch it see see if you think the guy's a liar See if you think President Bashar al-Assad is, is, is a liar when you watch it. I, didn't, I did not get, the, I personally, I watched it and I did not perceive guile in the man like the Bible talks. I did not perceive deceit in him. And it confirmed all of the other things out there regarding this. And, and again, why would he have done it? It would have been the stupidest thing in the world to launch a chemical strike against his own people on the verge of victory. You know, he snatched defeat out of the jaws of victory or whatever. I mean, unbelievable. And then here's other, there's other reports that I put out. One of them is entitled, Trump flips on five core key campaign promises in under 24 hours. This was really when, when Kushner ousted Bannon on the National Security Council and Trump launched those 59 Tomahawk missiles. That seemed to be, so far... And, and probably will be the biggest turning point of his presidency because it went to like being like i'm not really sure about trump to like wow you are really carrying out satan's agenda now and it's in your face that seemed to be that whole little time period right now there seemed to really be the turning point and ever since then kushner's just been gaining more and more power so trump has flipped on five core key campaign promises in under 24 hours that was during that same time period and then another report, Trump reverses on NATO. And now he says it's no longer obsolete. Before he was saying NATO was obsolete. Now it's no longer obsolete. NATO is like one of the key um, military arms of the New World Order, of, of, of implementation of the New World Order. Now it's no longer obsolete. He was against it, though, before. 
And then the next one, enter Syrian conflict, exit Pedogate. So in other words, we haven't heard hardly anything about Pedogate since the Syrian conflict. There's all these things that have been swept under the rug. Jared Kushner's Great Disappearing Act. Donald Trump got instant relief when he bombed Syria. The media stopped talking about the contrived Russian conspiracy to hack the election with Trump's complicit participation. It all went away. Funny how that happens when one plays ball with the globalists. So, back to the main report. No matter what Trump does from this point forward, he has proven himself to be a pathological liar who cannot be trusted. I don't know if i go that far. Okay, That's what they're saying. And it's appearing that way, though, unfortunately. He has likewise staffed his administration with serial provocateurs. Trump's blind rush to judgment in bombing the Assyrian airbase without any factual evidence whatsoever reveals him to be without conscience and devoid of common sense. I'm not going to say he's without conscience, because if he was really buying into all this stuff that Ivanka was feeding him and, and these other people, that was why he did it. Because it's for the children. Look at all the children. That type of stuff. But devoid of common sense? Yeah, I would have to totally agree with that one. Unless he know, knew all along what he's doing and he's following this game plan and he's just doing Satan's agenda. Then it wouldn't really be, well, it would have been without conscience, true, but it wouldn't be without common sense because he knew exactly what he was doing. So it depends. Depends. Given this unfortunate state of affairs, the American people are effectively leaderless once again. In the ensuing chaos, the nation is being stampeded into more foreign wars on behalf of the synagogue of Satan, Illuminati Zionists. Trump has been relegated to nothing more than a puny pitchman for them, and his prominently positioned son-in-law is but a boy messenger relaying the orders to him from them, meaning from the Illuminati, essentially. And then there's an editor's note here on this report, and it says, The following article lays bare Jared Kushner's extremely telling journalistic agenda, particularly regarding the terrorist attacks on 9-11-2001. He, he is the owner and the publisher of the New York Observer, which he bought at the age of 25 for $10 million. There is perhaps no more dangerous truth to the Zionist neocon agenda than the 9-11 truth. And the 9-11 truth meaning it, it was an inside job. Gee, okay, you don't believe that? Go up to the internet, key in loose change, 911, and do the extended cut too. Okay, see if you can refute that one video. Then there's all kind of other videos you can look at where you've got archi or um, architects for 911 truth. All of these different organizations out there that have looked and analyzed all the things surrounding 911. Totally an inside job, and. It's it's just the, the the evidence is so overwhelming. It's it's just unbelievable. But they're saying that there's perhaps no more dangerous truth to the Zionist neocon agenda than the 9/11 truth, because they were behind it. Okay, is this why the Observer has consistently published articles which ridicule quote truthers, meaning the Observer which Jared Kushner owns? Well, of course, they don't want the truth to come out. They want to demonize the people that are the truth tellers. After all, there's a massive body of conclusive evidence that contains deep research and highly and high-integrity investigations which link the synagogue of Satan directly to the 9-11 false flag operation. You know, Jerry, that Silverstein guy, when, when he went on and he admitted on camera, I told him to pull Building 7. He said, pull it. What does that mean? That is a term for detonated, de uh, demolition. It was a controlled demolition, just like the Twin Towers were. They fell straight down in their own footprint. That, that doesn't happen unless you 
debt unless you have a controlled demolition. And the people heard the explosions as the building was dropping, floor by floor by floor. It has to be done perfectly. You could not have had that with jet fuel. You could not have had both buildings falling into their own footprint because of jet fuel weakening the structure. It doesn't even get hot enough to melt steel. Much less, maybe even if it melted the steel on that one level, it doesn't melt all the, the steel below it. It's all a lie. And Building 7 never even got hit. And they did a controlled demolition on it, and Silverstein got the insurance money from that, and he is one of those Zionistic synagogue of Satan Jews. They're all in on it. Okay, so, again, I'm not doing this because I'm anti-Semitic or whatever. I'm telling you that these particular sect of, of so-called Jews that are of the synagogue of Satan, that the Bible talks about, are some of the main players at the very, very top. Are they the only ones? Like a lot of people want to say, well, no, what about the Catholic Church? What about the Pope? What about that? What about the other families in the Illuminati that, that don't have, like, let's say, a uh, Jewish bloodline bent or whatever? There's a lot of other factions. It's the, the whole thing is, is when I look at that subject, these people that are all about implementing Satan's agenda on planet Earth are all on the same team. They all have a different part to play, and some of them have a bigger part to play than others. Okay, so that's how I look at it. All right, so I guess, yeah, let's go ahead and end part uh, one here, and we will go to part two next. Scott Johnson's 1,000 plus audio teachings and PDF documents are available for free 24-7 on the internet at contendingfortruth.com. That's C-O-N-T-E-N-D-I-N-G-F-O-R-T-R-U-T-H.com. In addition, we also offer a free Christian current event and health email newsletter. You can sign up at contendingfortruth.com. These email newsletters typically only generate about three to six emails per month if you subscribe to both lists. Please prayerfully help us to continue this work. For mail correspondence or to support this ministry, our mailing address is Scott Johnson, 2359 Highway 70, Southeast, number 321, Hickory, NC, 28602. Or on the internet, a PayPal donation link can be found at contendingfortruth.com. Thank you, and may the Lord Jesus Christ richly bless you.